This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Senate was unable to pass a coronavirus relief bill today. The bill was a more limited approach to relief legislation, but still included $20 billion in ag funding. It wasn't expected to pass due to a lack of Democratic support for the measure. Speaking on the floor this morning, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said the bill didn't go far enough to get his party's support. It's insufficient. It's completely inadequate. It does not help renters keep a roof over their heads or American families put food on the table. It shortchanges health care and education. It does not provide a dime to protect essential state and local services. It is laden with poison pills, provisions our colleagues know Democrats would never support to guarantee the bill's failure. But Senate Majority Whip John Thune said Democrats weren't showing enough willingness to negotiate to produce a bill that could be signed into law. The only way to get a bill through the Senate to the president's desk is to develop a compromise bill. Even if the majority leader put Democrats' exact bill on the floor today, there is no way, no way, Madam President, that it would make it through the Senate, much less be signed into law by the president. So if the Democrats really want a bill, they're going to have to compromise. And that is something that they continue to refuse to do. Democratic negotiators Schumer and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi say they have cut $1 trillion off their original proposal and wanted Republicans to agree to a $2 trillion package. That hasn't taken place. In the meantime, no news from the Department of Agriculture just yet on the second round of the coronavirus food assistance program. Last week, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said he anticipated details would be announced before sign-up ended for the original program, which happens tomorrow. Tomorrow also brings USDA's next iteration of ag market information. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Grain traders are expecting corn and soybean yield adjustments to be lower in tomorrow's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Don Rose is president of U.S. Commodities. He says weather has caused uncertainty with yield estimates in September's report. In this report, we have a big question mark on yield due to the flash drought. A big uh, question mark on the uh, acres because of prevent plant, thinking that they could be lower, yield lower, production lower, but still leaving us with ending stocks that are believed to be adequate, but we do have a strong demand underneath the soybean market and starting to get a little stronger on corn. He says traders are already trading contracts as if yields will be lower. Well, the average uh, average yield uh, on corn is uh, 178.4. Um, the average yield on uh, soybeans is 51.7. Now, that's the average guess. Now, the market is trading more like a 50-bushel yield on beans and more like a 74-75 yield on, uh, on the uh, corn. USDA's report will be published at noon Eastern tomorrow. Also, if you're wondering why hogs were trading at limit high today, Rose says that's due to a return of African swine fever. Well, Germany now uh, in Europe had an outbreak of African swine fever. So China does buy uh, pork from uh, Germany. So that is a mini Chinese thing, and that's given us a big boost to the market today. China has been trying to rebuild their hog herd that was devastated by ASF nearly two years ago. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the Environmental Protection Agency is facing litigation over its handling of Chesapeake Bay pollution. 
in two separate lawsuits filed in court today in Washington. States bordering the bay and other stakeholders say the EPA has violated the Clean Water Act and the Administrative Procedure Act by failing to require Pennsylvania and New York to meet nutrient reduction goals set out in the bay's total maximum daily load. EPA contends the TMDL is an informational tool, not an enforcement mechanism. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Agripulse Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel, better, cleaner, now. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, food, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.